This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. From the ArmeniaProud.com studios. Genatsat Hayed. This is a toast to Armenia with Jono Kabinjian. A comprehensive look at the Armenian culture only on lineupmedia.fm. Hello and welcome to another episode on Toast to Armenia, Armenia Proud. This is the segment with Anush where I get to interview amazing people who are in wine industry. Um, or who love wine, winemakers, and today I have very special people uh, whom I have met last year and try their wines and etc. I have brother and sister, founders of Garin Wine, and Greg is also a winemaker for the wines. Right. Nice. Hi guys, how are you? Hey, Hi. Hey, hey. Good, good, good to be here. Uh, Happy so... New Year. Happy, Happy New, Year, right? New Year, first of all. First, yeah, it's per- January 1st. Yeah, first and foremost, starting the year off right in good company and uh, in, uh, in an amazing setting. Uh, the, the listeners can't see the table, but it's uh, but it's, it's but beautifully it's, set. It's going to be a good start of the year for sure. Yeah, we're um, we're about to have some hush. Yeah, and uh, we we have another co-star and guest. Yeah, my my sister's dog, and she might bark once in a while, but it's okay. That's that's the part of the podcast. Fluffy, <laughs> and her name is Fluffy. Yeah. Fluffy, do not take over our interview. Absolutely. So. Um, we are. We have our interview, and I posted this on Facebook mm. a year ago. Yes. yes. And I can't believe a year has gone by so fast. It was amazing. And I would like you guys to share what happened in this year. And um, well, before we do that, for some people who haven't listened to the interview, I'm sure they're going to go back and listen to it. Why don't you tell us where the winery is, what wines mm. you make, and etc. Just a little introduction. Yeah. So. Um, uh, yes, it, w- it has been a year, and the year flew by very fast. Um, we are cutting wine. Cutting wine ha- hailing from Lodi is the region where we produce and make our wines. We are a California Armenian winery. Um, we currently produce, and right now on the market, we have two wines with uh, a bunch more coming out this year. Two wines being our award-winning Malbec. That's, uh, that's a wine that I'm very proud of, and a phenomenal white uh, Viognier, which is a and also a big crowd hit uh, this year. So these are the two wines that we're making currently, with and, more to come. There is and the, the name the of name, the winery? The wine of the wine is... Kari Kar- wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we like to, uh, in the Armenian wine uh, community and circles, uh, everyone is so excited and buzzing about Armenian wine, and we're humbly uh, uh, coming into the mix, and we are... Armenian winemakers in California. California, So we make California wines, uh, really proud to produce uh, what we like to call survivor wines. We have, yeah, survivor grapes, varietals, Malbec and Viognier, which have been a huge hit. And why that is, is because again, as we're, so that was not the choice, but the choice is because we love those grapes and I learned how to make wine on Zinfandel and Malbec of all places. That's a different conversation. But as we're researching the grapes, those grapes, both Viognier and Malbec, were almost not to be. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm so happy you guys are making those because I love them both. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's a, those are very cool varietal. We and as we're doing this little tour, how we wound up in LA, uh, we went through a couple of wine countries, talked, and people obviously ask, "Hey, and what do you do?" And they're like, "Oh, very interesting choice." And yeah. you know what I mean, because they're not necessarily indicative of the way California wine is right now, because it's Pinot, Chardonnay, and Cab and Zin being the dominant ones. But all the winemakers that I network with, they're like, "Wow." cool I, I'm, I'm very curious they're digging the combo yeah, the yeah. Combo and it kind of came to us organically came to greg organically as the winemaker uh but just because those are the varietals that he was pulled to and you know just generally speaking they're not always the most obvious but they're crowd pleasers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and what better way than to start with something that we can uh that that's sort of having a buzz right now but but really is also has this interesting history mm-hmm. of varietals that were kind of almost not to be mm-hmm. that, yeah. that that almost left uh left the wine winemaking viognier for example in the 60s even though it's a very like a cerise the what it's blended to mm-hmm. and the rhone rhone is where French, it comes uh-huh. from right um, by the way, that's foreshadowing. I love Syrah as another wine that I will be making at some point, but that's for later. Um, uh, Viognier, we learned in the 60s, well, down to 1,000 hectares only. Wow. So globally. And now, as we're going through Santa Barbara, I'm starting to see it on every, like a lot of wineries. More plantings. Of plantings, Viognier. and people are curious about it. It's a cool it's wine. It's a beautiful, yeah, it's I love Viognier. It's an aromatic, phenomenal wine. I like, you know, I like everything that California does, but I think we honed in on a good one. And that's actually the kind of like the difference between us and uh, here and the winemakers in Armenia and the old world, um, the old world can be uh, steeped deeply into their native varietals, mm-hmm. where we have a little bit of the opportunity to kind of mix and match and have a little bit of a choice of what we do because this is the new world. None of the grapes, let's be, yeah. let's be frank about it, none yeah. of the grapes are indigenous to this area. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but your question was about our name, right, Cotting, where it came from, uh, why did we yeah, call it that yeah, way? Yeah. yeah, We wanted to have a brand in California, because we're American, right? We're an American-Armenian we family. Yeah. We're a Californian-Armenian family. But we wanted to, like, wear our heritage proudly on our kind of, on our brand, on our labels, et cetera, et cetera. And Cotting was, uh, it's the old, it's the Armenian name from Erzurum, which is a city in the current modern-day Turkey, historical Western Armenia, where both of our family's lineage came from. And that was a very random um, finding when mm-hmm. we were doing, like, brainstorming with our family. And because we always thought that my mother is from Gyumri and Gars, and my father is Javahtsi, but then we realized that actually all both of them came from uh, Karin region is where those two family roots came out of so and rose was, was like this yeah. is an amazing name uh what do we think we put it out to a vote everybody the community loved it so yeah. we're, the cutting is where we're gonna weave our story from so awesome. yeah, yeah and americans are enjoying it too like when they hear it's the easy. Name, they love it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's it sounds uh, good it's approachable people uh, it always it always begs a lot of great questions yeah. yeah so you always want that in a brand yeah like absolutely um so so then, since last year, what has happened? Yeah. I'm sure a lot. Oof, yeah. Because you guys had that conversation in November. It, no, it was December. December, December. It was right? December, yeah. December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. Just so, so much. Yeah. A lot has happened, and, uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, I want to kind of attribute to you, a lot has happened because of meeting you, which was a very oh, phenomenal... Because, yeah, like a shout-out to Anush is that uh, wine and wine wineries need uh, people that are very, very... Passionate, and uh, you are kind of the it person for the Armenian wine wine community, uh, broad, both Armenia and uh, local. 
uh, California. You. Yeah, and so so yeah, a lot of things, a lot of firsts, obviously happened as it would. So to give the audience an understanding, last year in November we launched, and then I had the podcast with you in December. So um, the company is even though like the vintage is 2016, right? The first release was a Malbec 2016. The winery in its operation is only a year old so november and on is where we kind of stand so everything that we've done in the past 2019 was was a first first time uh opening up to sales first time uh being awarded an award uh which was the san francisco chronicle that yeah, was kind first of, time entering first time yeah, winning yeah first time winning Amazing. and I, I kind of entered it just because i was like you know we got to do this we got to just you know let's not stay sheltered let's see what the what the others think of your wine right um and then obviously we started opening it up to the community, to the people that we know, to the to the multiple um, uh, in industry where I worked. I've made a lot of connections, so obviously that's the first pivot to who your customers will be, right? And every step of the way, the the reviews were humbly positive. And then it all kind of culminated in May. We came to the Guinea Fest. That was fun. Um, and it was cool because in the Guinea Fest, the second thing happened. So the Malbec is 2016, right? But I knew that, again, this is... A, originally, I said that in your first podcast, and I'll double down on it, is my passion was always red wine, but I knew that I need to diversify the portfolio, and a white wine needs to happen. And that's where the search for a Viognier happened, and actually, that's why I'm going to do a shout-out to Lodi, our region. It's such a nice test kitchen for a lot of young winemakers. The growers are so good there, and I'm so, so, so lucky that we befell into this one particular grower um, and the fruit is phenomenal and the product is amazing. So right before we came to Guinea Fest, literally a month prior to that, I bottled that Viognier that everybody mm -hmm. enjoyed at the Guinea Fest. Big crowd pleaser, yeah. Right. Yeah, Guinea Fest was a huge watershed moment for mm -hmm. us last year. Um, of course, we have your incredible um, organizing, community gathering, um, incredible passion and know-how uh, to thank for that because, you know, we just were not expecting... I mean... It's, it was great to build, slowly build into our community, our new channels of distribution, networks, customers, yeah. network, and build that base, but that grows organically and slowly. But coming into the Guinea Fest, uh, I just didn't know what to expect. I knew it was going to be great exposure, good exposure, but um, everyone was just so positive. Mm -hmm. I don't know how yeah. you market to whom you're marketing <laughs> to, but it's all it just seemed like time and time again. The yeah, right people. I, I think it comes from the people, like you know, the way you put out your energy. Mm. I think that Absolutely. energy attracts. Uh, yeah, like people. Yeah, so that's so so that's why the Guinea Fest first first year was amazing and second year also amazing and that's what everyone says they say that the energy and the crowd is so positive everyone is so happy so curious to learn and they are so supportive especially when they see um i mean the armenians who came from armenia armenians who make wine here it's like it's it makes them like it makes me feel proud and it's the same way that for people who are attending and everyone keeps asking and it's it's amazing so yeah right. so uh, just to just to kind of earmark that as as a really special moment in the year and sort of that halfway point yeah which was 
you know, sometimes you feel as a direct to consumer company, I think that's an important message also is, um, as a startup mm-hmm. where very much feels insular, you know, you're on the, the digital channels, yeah. you're kind of like, you feel like you're in a vacuum sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, so getting out in front of physically in front of the customer and what a special way to do that, um, in front of these like very focused, concentrated, energetic who were just uh, a super receptive, excited, just w- you know, catching up with us, seeing us, they came by, would come by the booth and they'd come by again, or then they'd message us on Instagram mm-hmm, or they'd mm-hmm. email us and say, you know, we can't wait until you have your tasting room and we can't wait, you know, and like, can I order another case? <laughs> so yeah. it was just, yeah, yeah it was yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. So thank you uh, for that, ex- that experience. So happy. So and, happy. and from a winemaking point of view, yeah, like when you're on a digital side or even through community, right, you have those one-on-one interactions. Oh, you had my wine. Thank you, blah, blah, blah. Did you like it? You get that feedback, right? But now you got, boom, 600 at the same time. So for, you know, younger startup winemakers or wine wineries that want to get exposure, Guinea Fest is a great experience to kind of get yourself out there um, in front of a large crowd of uh, drinkers that'll give you their feedback almost immediately. So boss that, that, have a great time. Boss have a great time. Yeah, <laughs> boss have a great time. And uh, so that was that was yeah. I think also just to just to not 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 to um, stay on this point too long, but uh, meeting all the other winemakers yes, and wineries yes. and companies mm-hmm. was so was so cool because we've been following each other on social media and mm-hmm. drinking or having a chance to try here and there. But it was so awesome to meet. Meet all of uh, the reps, either whether it be the sales representatives or distributors, or, or, distributors or the anyone in the industry wrapping these amazing wines, um, was was also a huge hallmark of the event. So yeah, awesome. The, it was yeah, it was it was the who's who of the Armenian wine industry, and I hope it's going to continue. Of course, and I know you always ask that question, so I'm Day. preempted. Of yeah. course, we're going to be there in May, <laughs> May 31st, Guinea Fest, Burbank, Burbank Castaway. Castaway. We will so be there a hundred. Um, moving further down yes. the year, we kind of continue, you know, following up. Like at first, like Guinea Fest, it was a, it was amazing. We're an Ar- American Armenian company, and an Armenian festival was our first festival. Uh, and and then we kind of Rosa and I were like, okay, we need to we need to keep going and find out a couple other places where we could network. Uh, we uh, kind of did a couple of pourings uh, in in a few other spots, um, and uh, and then we. Um, Kind of the year ended on us hosting a uh, holiday party because what's happening in the Bay Area is, yeah, we're not brick and mortar. We're direct to consumer only currently. So a lot of our followers are like, hey, you know, like when when can you do like a grand tasting? Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm networking. I'm placing my wine in a lot of these establishments. Let's let's ask one of them if they could host us. And this awesome. one particular one was, uh, you know, kind enough. And we did it. It was a phenomenal Rose. I saw the pictures. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was yeah. there. We're so, we're I really sad to have missed you. It was it was interesting because um, and I'll get into this later. I yeah. was uh, I was out of the country at the time when we decided to do this. Greg, uh, where were you traveling? I was in Armenia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when, that, when <laughs> the deal shock. happened. Yeah, where, where. and he, and Greg said, "Hey, um, you know this place?" And and this was a legendary wine bar, and I know the space, and we had had been to events there before. And I said, "Wow, what a what a great place!" Uh, let's uh, you know. 
know, let, let's have our event there. So uh, we just said, how quickly can we put this together? And in true Armenian fashion, um, you know, you you just say one thing and 80 to 100 of your friends come yeah, yeah, yeah. a week later. Yeah, yeah. So um, everyone's super eager. Again, it's this sort of excitement of, I wish I could host somebody in my space, but I don't physically have a space yet. yet. So yet. yet. Um, and I want to be able to give your, you know, everyone interested a chance to try our wine and to host and, and bring, bring them that, you know, Karin hospitality yeah. um, and experience. So, so that was awesome. And that, that kind of like the, rounded uh, out. The yeah. Community. And that, that kind of fulfilled the, the, the need to do something to the community yeah. and also kind of a, a good way to celebrate the holiday. The beginning yeah. of the holiday was early on in December. Um, prior to that, there was another moment which was great. It was our community has you know food bazaars, and uh, we were hosted by our parish, St. John, in San Francisco. Big shout out to them. And that was another way of kind of being a little bit more hyper-local and uh, seeing that community respond to our wine where we were able to come out and pour. So these three events were kind of like the key events. Everything in between was Figuring out our digital pathway mm -hmm. into the future, which we can touch up on later, is understanding what works, what doesn't work, uh, um, and also um, starting to make plans for some kind of a networks of distributions, meaning what those are. Those mm -hmm. are restaurants, those are wine bars, those are uh, uh, wine shops wine on shops. a boutique shops. scale, because for a small winery, we can go into at a different time, there, there are certain things that you need to factor in. Like I was talking to a gentleman yesterday, Rose, you know made an appointment through a connection and uh, somebody asked like why aren't you hooked up with a big distributor and I said well a big distributor is going to ask hey can you give me all your stock yeah. <laughs> and then I'm beholden to just this one one entity and how, how, how that does so a small winery has to be cautious in the way that they, they yeah, do things absolutely. and we had like a very interesting this whole year was a learning curve on how to manage those kind of relationships and how to plan new connections Perfect. to the areas you want to do things in so um, I mean that's yeah. that's amazing. That's so yeah. much work. It's like oh, 2019 yeah. sounds great. Yeah. Busy, first, first busy, year, yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean keep just keep going. So I'm interested to uh, learn about your trip to Armenia. I went to Armenia too, and it was amazing. And I was following your pictures, and it was like me being there again. So um, yeah, yeah, no. So how how did you d decide? Just did you just pack up and I'm going? Well, no, I basically, I mean, so um, uh, this this year I had some, I, I I got a little bit of time opened up on my personal professional calendar and work schedule, and it's this kind of time where you can't take for granted. So I decided to, you know, um, for various reasons, and one of the most important ones being Karin, uh, to just pack up, book a, book a ticket to Armenia, um, and just spend some time out there uh, connecting with folks, uh, experiencing the food, the the wine um, experience in, in Yerevan, across Armenia. Um, unfortunately, again, it's always a whirlwind, so I didn't spend too, too much time there. I know you were yeah. also there for like a week. Uh, seven days. Seven days, yeah. <laughs> Classic. I was there for 11 days this time. That was awesome. We had been there last year uh, for a couple of weddings, and that was, for me, a lot of uh, amazing family kind of uh, time, but I didn't really get as much of a chance to feel the scene out. But this time around, 
Um, I had an opportunity to go to Invino, which uh, is doing. I, I was going to ask you. You have to. You have to give me some wine. Like, yeah. and where did you go? What did you try? Yes, yes. So um, we had a really great tasting at Invino. Uh, Mariam Sagadelian uh, is an amazing host. Her her team is so great. I believe Toma. Uh, she uh, she Armenian uh, wine girl. Armenian is, is wine her, girl. Yeah. Is her hashtag? Yeah, is her, is her yeah. Instagram yeah. hashtag. Um, yeah. uh, so we did a tasting together. Um, we brought our wine uh, which is then, also symbolic yeah sorry that's a which was stuff. huge yeah, I was bringing my, our wine in Armenia was wow yeah yeah and that was really kind of powerful and 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 you know felt like a, an important moment was to have folks in the industry and friends to try our wine in Armenia um, Mariam's shop is and Mariam's family shop is uh, huge I mean they you know up until you know when they opened Uh, they were the first, I think. In they are yeah, the first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They are the first. yeah. So they were the first. There, of course, was a huge like, uh, like uh, cognac and vodka culture in Armenia, and there still is. Uh, but uh, and that's really strong and important in its own way. But, yeah, absolutely. But, but before, you know, wine uh, was not. It kind of was stamped out. Our, our tradition was really kind of pushed out uh, for a lot of reasons. But um, you know, now you know this wine is so much more. It creates so much more access to gather because it's a it's it's a little of course softer it's it's it, there are so many different shades and flavors and and varieties available to people that's that a lot of folks can tap in yeah. and i'm going to be really frank and honest to say that women really brought this in mm, into yeah, a big actually, fold here true. as consumers of the wine industry and of the sort of wine culture and and fans and 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 favorites and 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 sort of became a space for women to like get together have some wine mm -hmm. right um and and now it's just kind of an accessible and now women are, i mean excuse me men are also uh kind of culturally there's like this change a yeah, shift yeah which i yeah. think is really cool yeah it is um, absolutely because wine like when i was growing up was always considered ladies drink yeah. and they'll pour <laughs> yeah, it into yeah. this little cups yeah. and it's like it was sugary something and yeah. you drink one of it and you have a headache and yeah, yeah. but 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 once the good wine was available then yes and then i guess the men realized yeah, it's like oh this everyone is, follows yeah. and it becomes a unifying factor yeah absolutely um, and and again kind of that access to cultural you know sort of social spaces yeah. i which think is there's so also important. more Education also has to do with with the, with it. Mm -hmm. um, like Absolutely. younger kids, like boys, who have gone and traveled mm -hmm. in Europe or America, and they see that the wine is a big part of the culture, and so that has also had impacted for them to be more open to right. the wine. Absolutely, and I mean, uh, I also visited um, Wineworks and and got a tour and 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 uh, you know tasted some awesome wines um, with Amy. She uh, big big kudos to to her for an awesome wine tasting we we tried uh so many great brands tried um uh Coeur, uh a lot of azulal mostly Arani. i really wanted to focus in on sort of the great, signature yeah. varietal yeah. um in armenia and the indigenous varietals and uh did we did some Arani rosé tasting i That's tasted cool. some voskehat and uh just wanted to kind of stick to like the you know pure the, kind yeah. of varietals a, a fun fact uh the winemaker um the, the assistant winemaker winemaker over the, with with amy and mm -hmm. vahe is um we went to the same school same oh, wine nice. school That's yeah amazing. so when i was oh, visiting awesome. 
uh, he said, I said, I know you. He's like, I know you too. I remember you. I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> it was like agricultural school, not too many females. Mm -hmm. So I guess it was memorable. Mm -hmm. So um, amazing guy, and he made he, he makes he, amazing wines. Yeah, great yeah. wines. So he it's makes. it's a it's a great team, and they they produce lots of great wines. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And so and also back to Invino, uh, got a chance to pick up some Trinity. Yes, um, yeah, vineyards. They well. have great stuff, and and some Old Bridge, and uh, yeah. So just overall was so fun. It was great to have have the trip be so focused on wine mm -hmm. yeah. because before again. And like it was a whirlwind a, the year before with family. And if um, family's fun. listening, we love you. Of we course. love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there were like two, two family occasions that were yeah. happening. And in between, I tried to sneak out. This is a year ago to, yeah. uh, to visit. Uh, what was it? It was Von Ardi, which was a cool experience. And a few others. Yeah, it was. It was so that was my first entry into what the hell is going on in Armenia, in the, right? Yeah. Um, wine bites. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I and I also what uh, no, sorry no, to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, I also course. wanted to to mention that to go along with all that amazing wine um is uh is is the food scene and yes, I think it's really yeah. just taking off. Um I know that I had so prior to my 2018 trip, I hadn't been in a very long time, pretty much my whole adulthood. And I'd heard a lot of stories about people going that hadn't been before, and they're like, wow, it's really changing, or, you know, it's, uh, but it's just getting better and better and better. Like, even from my, uh, my trip the year before to the trip this, this November, um, you know, folks are really kind of, being so creative with their approach to food, kind of stepping out of the framework of the, you know, kebab, mebab, like, yeah. <laughs> even though know? we love hot spots, yeah, although we yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, there's like, so from what I, again, I, I could only hear from Rose's experiences, I see that there's a lot of fusion, creativity, reworking. Um, a little bit of the mayo elimination. Yeah, a little mayo. Yeah, yeah. the mayo is coming out. Yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mayo uh, and sour cream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it out. So like yeah. yogurt is coming back in stronger. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah. in full effect. <laughs> Wine and cool. food pairings. Wine and food yeah. pairings, yeah. which is for me, it's it's uh, one of the things like we, you know, back to California, right? Is we know I know exactly how to pair my wine, uh, both Viognier and Malbec to uh different cuisines right because easy right first of all you go where is malbec from what did they have there you can start making that deduction right mm -hmm. but now i'm kind of thinking of like how do i kind of uh, introduce my wine to that cuisine and also i'm wondering what are they doing to uh kind of start pairing arani um and sirani the heavier the the full-bodied wine right and voskihat what are the main dishes that are going to be kind of like ushering in the, the mm -hmm. pairs i'm curious i don't know my answer is i have no idea and i'm very curious to see obviously to the local community there um it's definitely not mayonnaise at all <laughs> it cannot well, we, be jo mayonnaise. we joke you yeah. know but yeah. there is a certain kind of uh cultural element to a hunt you know nearly a century of, Soviet. of sovietization of of the state yeah of the country and and you know the influence there of it, course of course yeah of like you know now we're kind of slowly sort of moving back and going back i also did want to note that i 
and took a trip up to Gumri with yeah, my yeah, friend yeah. Um, Lara, and and we, you know, it was incredible. It was kind of like a homecoming because Gumri is our Armenian homeland. Our, mm-hmm. Obviously, our home, our our ancestral homeland is historic Armenia, which we can't really yeah. access, but uh, right now, but but come going to Gumri, which is where our great grandmothers from yeah. on our maternal side, yeah. um, and our grandfather, side well, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, just the the artisanship, the the artistry, they're really bringing all that back. The Kutaiha ceramics, the Amazing. you know, just and sort of it, along that thread of we're kind of taking it all back, sort of reclaiming our culture, our identity, mm-hmm. our cuisine, our wine making. Mm-hmm. And um, if a shout out to Gumri Ceramics, if anyone, what, you know, when you when you head out to Armenia and visit, uh, highly recommend a, a trip to Gumri as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very cool city. Next, my next trip for sure. I have Gimri to. Yeah, I, I have. Yeah. I have been to Gumri through, but I really haven't spent much time there. Yeah. So it's I would like, love to go explore. It's like a very uh, indicative of Armenian life at a certain time. It's like the 19th century mm-hmm. artisanal Armenia. For us, being Tiflis Armenians, it's very kind of homey in that in that understanding. Is because those cities, Gumri, it wasn't formed from Armenians from Tiflis, but yeah. it was. Formed in that time when Tiflis was at its heyday, which was 19th century, mm-hmm. right? Tumanyan and uh, all that. And we we go to see uh, Gyumri. It has a lot of similarities on a smaller scale. And it's kind of cool because obviously, you know, Tiflis is not Armenian yeah. anymore. <laughs> so so Gyumri can kind of hold that hold that flag up. <laughs> That's and then, it takes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so it's a very, very, very uh, humbling experience to go to Gyumri, and that city's been through a lot. You know, yeah. talking about the history. In- of the, Incredible. Yeah. I mean, just a last last note on Gyumri. Uh, renovation, restoration of the historic Downtown, old city yeah. center mm-hmm. is unbelievable. That's that's amazing that they are not actually just bulldozing yeah, stuff yeah, and then yeah. putting the blocks. Very of something. very intentional. Oh, very awesome. intentional. Yeah, yeah I I, I hope they keep it. Uh, they 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 have done it for Yerevan too. But back to the wine conversation. <laughs> yes, yes, so yes. the trip sounds amazing, like a dream, and I'm sure it is. It it was it really it, was a, fe- it will it really felt like that and like I said you know more the more and more that I go the more it feels like a homecoming even though I spent most, all of my adult life being away from it yeah yeah it's 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 the feeling I had too I was like uh, I'm I'm here I haven't been for ten years and it didn't feel for a second that I wasn't there for ten years mm-hmm. it just was like I just yeah. I live here mm-hmm. it's this is my this is my place absolutely. Um, what exciting and amazing plans for the future does Garin have? Uh, Yeah, well, um, there is a lot that's in stake for 2020. It will be our probably, we had our watershed moment with Guinea Fest in May of last year. Um, Our watershed year probably will have to be marked as 2020. So what's happening in 2020? We released in 2019 our first couple of... uh, uh, wine products right and in 2020 we're going to release four more so we're doubling down on the viognier of course that's going to be our product line going through vintage after vintage we're going to release our next malbec uh the 2018 malbec uh, that's coming out of the barrel soon and we are we started in 2018 because lodi we also want to be very kind of conscious conscious to the to the to the the area right of what what 
And what is Lodi? Lodi is old vine zins. I love old vine zins. Yeah, and this, so country, yeah. we we source from a great uh, great uh, farm vineyard, vineyard uh, in Lodi, and it's a fifty plus year old uh, vines. So that uh, that that was my first that was my first entry since the first time I did uh, ten years ago. Zinfandel is my first entry, kind of on a commercial level. So we'll be releasing a zin. And then also uh, rosé of Malbec, which is a which is a which is a phenomenal little that kind of sounds so much fun. <laughs> side, side, I love side it. Side project. Yeah. So we're gonna try all the four at the Guinea Fest. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 scheduling to do that. Yes, awesome. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So yes. the the the, the rosé and the Viognier will be kind of on the on the bottling line first mm-hmm. in the early parts of the year. As we actually head home, we got to start making those plans. So and then the the Zinfandel and then the Malbec will be the, the the final final release how they're going to be released that's something rose and i are still kind of in the talks we want to kind of make uh we obviously want to culminate in gimme fest as a, as a way we can showcase all of them but as each one is releasing we're obviously talking about doing something you know like a viognier release party. event yeah. party let's call yeah. it party yeah. right yeah. It's, always tasting, party. it's always a party <laughs> there's no party without wine for me so wine tasting right. associates to yeah. a party um, and, well we're, we're you know as much as much as and this kind of goes into sort of the behind the scenes stuff we don't want anyone to see behind the Wizard of Oz curtain because you know that's not the fun part of why right. but it is the fun part because oh, we people we're want to see learning so much and, and we're trying to as this all happens I mean this is all a part of like keeping it lean six sigma project management yeah. you know how do we get this through these label approvals designs I mean we're doing everything all ourselves yeah, yeah. Um, and it's and it's a lot of fun it's so much learning um, and it's a lot of uh, team building also <laughs> so, so in a nutshell 2020 we're gonna be uh, quadrupling our production right yeah. awesome. um, plus uh, there's a little bit of the the 20 uh, the, the first vintages released that are gonna be kind of folded into a little bit of like a library situation mm-hmm. so things are forming you know as a winery before I was like oh man we uh, when I we just released the one mall back I was like well that's exciting but also, it's very. It's just the what one are you talking one. about? It was so exciting. It was very we're exciting, like, but I'm whoa, like, we have uh, one vintage. Yeah. Like, it was un- unbelievable. Yeah, we're yeah, like, we actually yeah. have a product. But now we're awesome. gonna have a family of wines. Yeah. You'll be able to actually compare a Malbec a, a year on, right? So it's gonna be an interesting juxtaposition. Yeah. yeah. We'll have we'll have a wine that speaks incredibly to the to the region, which is an old wine zin, which is what Lodi is known for uh, uh this is what a lot of the pioneering winemakers of the recent era are seeking out lodi for you know a lot of old vine old vine plantings like mm-hmm. for example the oldest sinsol in the world is in lodi france excluded so what is the uh, what is the average age on the vines i mean and, and i don't want to lodi? go now too technically yeah. into the winemaking and growing but what, oh, is, but what are the yeah, yeah that is fun yeah uh, for uh, us for right. sure <laughs> so we so, want to we want we, we don't want to um Lose people. Lose people, <laughs> yeah. Right, right, Stay right. with us. No, right, right, no, no. So, like, so different varietals uh, react differently, right? Mm-hmm. But, the, but the kind of old California plantings, especially mm-hmm. things that, like, for example, a popular brand many wine, uh, wine consumers would know is Ridge, right? Yeah. A big Zen, Zen house. They kind of concentrated on what the first, like, kind of settler uh, winemakers brought in and did kind of like a field blend of. And those are predominantly kind of, there's a grape called the Mission, mm-hmm. Zinsol. Zinfandel and 
and these were the these 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 are uh, grapes that can stay long. So, for example, what do I mean by long? Yeah. The Bechtel, it's the it's the legendary vineyard in Lodi. The Bechtel Sensol is over a hundred years old. Awesome. So a uh, hundred plus now. So don't quote me, but it's yeah. like hundred and five or something like that. Yeah. So obviously, what happens is you have like a dense vineyard, and over time, certain vines will fail. So when you're looking at an ancient vineyard, you're kind of looking at not a empty uh, uh, parcel of land, but like the vines are far, farther and farther yeah. between from each other, but the trunks are thick and you could definitely see that this is an old, 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 old tree. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, actually. Uh, so the, the oldest Bechtold, uh, vine oh was planted in 1886. 18, there we go. 18. So over, okay, I'm wrong. It's a hundred January 1st is math is not math um, is not our friend today. Right. And uh, so it's 133 years old. Yeah, the oldest so, so. It's a and it's oldest in the world. Um God bless. I hope it keeps going. How long a vine can go, we don't know. There's like variations, but certain varietals go longer. For example, a varietal I love, one day maybe we will make cab is known not to be uh, a very a old leaf, there's no yeah. old vine cab you mm -hmm. know it's yeah. like i think like 40 years yeah, i was gonna is, say 30 40 30 years. 40 years is its limit and you know bordeaux and napa they replant and yeah. uh, then and kind of the life goes on don't call me on pinot noir i'm uh, a very well <laughs> i'll wear it i'm <laughs> on my uh, sleeve i, know, I don't I know, know pinot, pinot very goes well. because i made pinot with kent <clears throat> okay. and he has his estate uh, vines which were between 30 to 40 years, and mm -hmm. some of them he was starting to replant. Right, right. So I would right. think that, you know, that would be the... Uh, <clears throat> uh, for, um, I, I know now the listeners are thinking, okay, these guys are drinking the wine at the Guinea Fest here and there. <laughs> How can people who do not live in California right. uh, find your wines? Um, so, excellent question. <clears throat> the way that the map of the, and this is going to be a little bit of a legal answer, Sorry, listeners. Um, the way that America is uh, organized in terms of yeah, in terms of wine <clears throat> distribution is, as a winery, you have a federal license, then you have a state license, and you need to then acquire an individual state license state into state. every fifty states oh that, you, that you that uh, you uh, what do you call it want to distribute into. So obviously, in twenty twenty, we want to start kind of. Uh, uh, we're planning. We're planning on trying to open up a few markets that are near and dear to us, right? New York being one of them, and that's something that I've been saying, we've been saying for a while. Um, but again, that requires licensing. So to answer your question, outside of California, currently, it's 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 a it's a no go and it's mm -hmm. a to be determined. But we are very very much eager and wanting to uh, expand to New York, which is the, the next largest. Uh, Area. Uh, wine club uh wine club is something yes absolutely that was actually right. yeah, we're, we're gonna uh i know we've been kind of stuck on the the fun nerdy aspects of winemaking and 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 history but we are planning on launching our wine club this year yes uh, our founding club um okay. that's going to be really exciting and you know just to kind of uh run back to your first question anush uh, the, you know, the plan is to, we've kind of scoped out sort of where the demand, where, where the, our channels are right now. New York feels like the next 
place for us um, to create a, 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 uh, a an additional license, an additional channel to for sales, um, and also uh, some rumblings and, and support in Texas. Uh, it's a great market. As I well. love Texas. We're mm -hmm. so I did sales excited. in Texas. Mm -hmm. It was the best. Mm -hmm. They are yeah, so curious. So jazzed. Let's, yeah. 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 So whereas yeah. New York, we have Texas a background. Uh, full disclosure: yeah. grew up in America first. Out of uh, you know. Uh, Soviet that was Union. Our first home that was in our the first States, home. Yeah, Brooklyn, oh, is, yeah, Brooklyn yeah. is where we yeah, hail yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. So we have that base. But again, what happens when you open up a market, right? You essentially do on a micro level what you just did in 2019 for California for that area. So it's a lot of kind of flying out there, hosting things, events, um, events making connections with uh, with people that can help you in that industry. Um, and yeah, we are we are very excited for now. Yeah, as today it stands, mm -hmm. it's California only. Soon New York will happen, and then we're gonna kind of uh, even for the wine club, they will you will need to have all those yeah, licenses. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's yeah. literally when uh, this is a kind of a, a, <laughs> a little tidbit for the listener. When you look at the winery, when you're checking out online, right? They'll have a list of states that they're yeah. that they're shipping to. Some states, uh, even working for humongous wineries, and I've worked for two of them, right? Um, they even forego going there. For example, yeah. Utah and Louisiana are very yeah. notorious with their, um, I'm going to call it draconian wine laws, right? Well, it's just where, like, where it's very, like very tied up in regulation. Yeah, extreme, yeah. Yeah. It just makes it really yeah. difficult to, yeah. to, to yeah. get, yeah. get yeah. wine yeah. out there. Not if you're not. It, yeah. So, you know, again, but if there are folks with a lot of interest and they live in a particular state, yes. give us a shout yes. out. Absolutely. Yes. We always want to know um, where, you know, we'd be, we're, we're, we're very receptive. So, yeah. <laughs> so wine club, um, a revamped web presence is happening in the first the first quarter of this year. Um, wine club formation probably the way that we'll release it will be at our first release of the first wine that we're going to TBD date. Yeah, and uh, and also and also um, yeah, throughout the year we'll determine where the next markets are. So outside of California, California, forty six million people. We're kind of excited. Yeah, we're a small yeah. winery. <laughs> we definitely California for now could be a great uh, great home base and it has been yeah uh, so Guinea Fest uh -huh. uh, wine club um, new markets new markets um, uh, relaunching website the website yeah. largest amount of Wines. So much yeah. stuff to yeah. do, and um, we have to have a party here. I mean, wine tasting yeah. party yeah. here in LA. <laughs> besides, so we can we have to plan that, That's and then the any yeah. other yeah. any plans with the Armenian wine world? Um, do you see guys yourself tapping oh, into I mean, that? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. just uh, sort of from the very get go. You know, and again, again, going back to Guinea Fest and networking and meeting and creating these bridges and connections that we were able to make there um and through our trips to to the homeland it most definitely uh, would be just a huge privilege to and it's and it would be important to to be able to produce um indigenous armenian varietals and we right. can only do that in armenia so right. that is most that is something that's on our hearts top of mind mm -hmm. and and would and would be a huge goal yeah and to speak more to that point is yes so we're uh, Armenian, Californian, American winemakers, right? But being doing something with Armenia was always the idea from the get-go. Sometimes even before we started the cutting project, we thought maybe, you know, maybe just round up our finances and just go to Armenia. But the project started here and this is where we are. 
and we now are thinking of ways of kind of bringing Armenia in. A lot of the winemakers, American ones that I network constantly with, they're like, hey, would you like to plant some Audenay here? I was going to say, yeah. we should so, do that, totally. Exactly, exactly. That's something to do, but again, you know what planting is, right? That's yeah. years and years and years and years, and we want to kind of do it a little bit faster and faster. I network with an amazing, well, a little bit faster. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, I, I, want, I want to see uh, an Audenay uh, uh, red uh, with a with a Karin label. On yes, it. yes, and, and, awesome. and, and Armenia. That's, that's the, meaning that's a Karin Arani is yeah. happening. And Armenia now, with the way that the industry is is organized there, is presenting opportunities to be able to do that. Now, obviously, I'm predominantly concerned. You know, my winemaking is here, but having a project in Armenia is something that we're currently exploring. Um, and Arani is one option, and actually a sparkling program would be another option that I would like Fine. to. So as a club member, not in 2020, <laughs> 2020 is Lodi and uh, domestic uh, California, but eventually the club will have a little bit of a mix and match opportunity to kind of have a have a best best of new world and old old world Love and, ancient and world. yeah ancient, ancient world, world ancient Love world it. yeah yeah, yeah. so that's but this but this is a long-term vision that's Absolutely. past 2020 actually yeah. a little bit um maybe we'll plant the seed in 2020 but uh but uh, this is something we really really want to do because i personally want to explore what arani is you know deeper and deeper and uh how can that varietal be best expressed who's the best uh, you know uh, we already know who are the pioneers right yeah um, shout out to a bunch of them, um, but I want to understand it more, and I want to rep it here. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and uh, networking allowed me to kind of uh, give give gave me the idea that that's possible because there's another uh, winemaker that I'll network with you. She's also of Armenian origin that's doing a similar project with French wines, which is which is very cool, and we'll uh, maybe one day there'll be a podcast on that as well yeah yeah <laughs> um, i would love to um you know meet with her mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and talk to her and uh, learn from her it's um it, it just uh, the wine world is so interesting and amazing and when you meet in this wine world armenians mm -hmm. it becomes even more exciting mm -hmm. and amazing because you learn different people come from different paths, their experiences, and etc. So it's mm -hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's exciting, right? It's exciting. It's 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 food. It's culture. It's community. It's Speaking all of these about things, food. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're about ready to start our, eating pretty soon. Our breakfast I just, for the day. Uh, yeah, I, I just, wanted to ask if you guys wanted to add. You have a message to the yeah. listeners. Um, you know, to, before we conclude the show. Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, we're we're hosted currently in in this awesome city, Los Angeles, yeah. um, with such and we have an amazing community, Armenian community in the Bay Area, and then non-Armenian supporters and customers and and friends. Um, uh, LA uh, was so awesome. We came down here, decided let's make a go of it and and try. It was my first time exploring uh, Santa Barbara County wine. Yes. Um, uh, incredible, you know, just Syrahs and 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 Pinos, I had a wonderful yeah. time with Pinots. Like I, I mean, I, it's just it's just a whole other world here. Quite, quite different than Russian River. Love, absolutely. Yeah, different expression completely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and so you know, just wanted to just say th pay pay homage and thank you to these wine regions here. 
and and love bridging sort of our our universe here in California, mm-hmm. which is just so vast. You so realize, yeah. um, and how how like lucky we are to be amongst these uh, these teams and and productions and vineyards and grapes. And so yeah, I just wanted to end on that note for me um, to be here and LA in general is just we're just kind of creating a bigger footprint here too. Yes, as our as our brand and our company kind of expands into LA, and we're going to be excited to host an event here um, in 2020 this year. Right. And uh, so the event, that's one message, right? Guinea Fest, that's a, that's a repeat. You'll definitely be seeing us here more in LA because we want to kind of have more and more of these. I like seeing you these, guys. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, it's, 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 a fun, it's a phenomenal friendship that <laughs> formed in December and into infinity. Um, so thank you to you. But yeah, plug uh, that we would like to say, we are a direct-to-consumer uh, entity currently. Website? Uh, website is www.karinwine.com. Instagram. Um, that Instagram is Karin Wine. Everything is Karin Wine. Just if you search Karin Wine, I guarantee you it's only us that comes up. Instagram, Karin Wine. K A R E N. Karin Wine. Yes. And yes. to all the Western Armenians, Karin, when I speak sometimes, they're like, Karin, Karin. I'm like, it's. Friends, it's, it's Garin. Yeah, so, so Western Armenians, the, the name of that city to you was Garin. Karin is the Eastern pronunciation. That's how we went with the K versus the G. So there's a little roundup there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great. Um, thank you so much for taking your uh, first day of the year and yes. sharing and um, giving all the updates about your amazing wine and winery. I'm so happy to see you here. I wish you lots of luck. I mean, your wines are loved. I'm sure, you know, it, you're going to have no issues with selling them. So just um, good health, positivity, happiness, and uh, many more meetings in this 2020. Thank you. Thank you. you. Same to you. Thank, thank you so much uh, for for the time and this amazing feast we're about to have. Right. And happy <laughs> let's, New Year. Let's, let's drink vodka now. Happy, <laughs> happy New Year happy to New the Year. community happy at New large. Year. Happy New Year, everyone. See you soon. Tune in next week for another episode of A Toast to Armenia with Jano Kabinjian. Find the show online at armeniaproud.com. And subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. Join the conversation at Facebook.com slash ArmeniaProud or Twitter at ArmeniaProud. Get all of our podcasts now at LineUpMedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.